Welcome back to the Stoic Cast with Max V. We're continuing on our Stoicism journey, reading the Handbook for New Stoics by Massimo Piglucci and Gregory Lopez. We are working on week number 11. Week 11, our title is Moderate at Mealtime. For many, food isn't just a source of sustenance, it's also a source of pleasure. Take Thomas for an example, who's a philosophy major. He's heard of Stoicism before, but he strongly prefers the Epicurean lifestyle. Not like the ancient Epicureans practiced it, mind you, but in the modern sense. When he's not out hitting the latest restaurant, Thomas can be found in his state-of-the-art kitchen cooking up ragu a la bolognese in his Dutch oven. Food is one of the pleasures of life, but the Stoics thought there was many pitfalls surrounding it too, as we'll soon see. And our weekly quotation is by Musonius Rufus from his uh, lectures. Thus, the oftener we are tempted by pleasure in eating, the more dangers there are involved. And indeed, at each meal there is not one hazard for going wrong, but many. First of all, the man who eats more than he ought to does wrong, and the man who eats in undue haste no less. And also the man who wallows in the pickles and sauce, and the man who prefers the sweeter foods to the more healthful ones, and the man who does not serve the food of the same kind or amount to his guests as to himself. There is still another wrong in connection with eating when we indulge in it at an unseasonable time, and although there is something else we ought to do, we put it aside in order to eat. One of the four cardinal stoic virtues is temperance, the ability to do things in just measure, not too much and not too little. There are many opportunities to practice temperance, but one of the most frequent is when eating. Two or three times a day, depending on your habits, you'll be sitting at a table to eat. You'll be tempted to go wrong by eating too much, too quickly, too slowly, or by choosing unhealthy options, as Musonius lists. The Stoics aren't trying to kill the joy of eating a good meal. That, for them, is a preferred indifferent. Rather, the idea is to stay on guard, since eating can lead us onto the unvirtuous path. Precisely because it is such a frequent and mundane activity, we tend not to pay attention to it, but we should be alert, but both because of the intrinsic value what we get from exercising moderation at lunch and dinner, and because paying attention helps strengthen our temperance muscles. Let's consider each item on Musonius's list in turn. Number one, eating too much is bad for our health, as the ongoing obesity epidemic in wealthy nations demonstrates. Number two, eating in a hurry has also been shown by medical research to be bad for us, both in terms of our digestion and our waistline. Number three, wallowing in pickles and sauce is a reference to indulging in eating habits that are not healthy, pursuing pleasure over nutrition, although the two, by the way, are not at all incompatible, which is the same problem presented by number four, eating food stuff that is sweet rather than salutary. Number five, helping ourselves to better or larger portions than our guests is clearly rude, showing little concern for others and too much preoccupation with satisfying our own appetites. Finally, number six, eating at the wrong time when we should be doing something else instead, gets in the way of our duties as members of the human poly. To Musonius's list, we could also add the 21st century problem seven of not being sufficiently concerned with our food's provenance in terms of three criteria, environmental impact, fair treatment of labor, and uh, suffering imposed on animals. Isn't this a bit too much though? Why risk spoiling a perfectly ordinary and often enjoyable activity of the everyday life by overcomplicating it? And yet, if we do not pay attention, when exactly are we going to start working on our virtue? As Epictetus, Musonius' famous student, says, When faced with anything painful or pleasurable, anything bringing glory or disrepute, realize that the crisis is now, that the Olympics have started and waiting is no longer an option, that the chance for progress, to keep or lose, turns on the events of a single day. 
The goal is not to become obsessed with every detail of every meal, but rather to be more carefully considering what you are doing and whether you could be doing it better. Call it the stoic version of mindfulness, as in being mindful of your decisions and actions, which are, after all, the only things you can truly control. On this week's What to Do list. This week, you'll continue last week's theme of acting the opposite, but focus on your desires around food. For each hazard of eating that Musonius lays out, you can act in the opposite way. In the table below, you'll find a nice spread of stoic delicacies to choose from. Since meals are sometimes spontaneous, we suggest that for the coming week, you revisit this table each morning. Choose an exercise that's appropriate to practice for the day rather than plan the entire week in advance. For example, if you're having guests over or going out to eat with others, then it's a good time to practice number four. Feel free to repeat the exercise if you think it would be useful or try different ones each day. So there's a, a little chart here and uh, it has a list of Musonius's hazards. Number one, eating too much. The suggested exercise is to intentionally limit your portions for the day. Okay, no problem. Musonius' hazard number two, eating too quickly. Suggested, slow down the pace of your eating over the course of each meal. Yes, okay, I get that. Uh, number three, eating for pleasure. Suggested, aim to eat less popular items and less of it when eating with company. Yes, you should generally eat less food in company. I get that. Uh, number four, taking more or better food than others at the table. Suggested, avoid treats for the day. Okay. Number five, putting off duties to eat. Suggested, postpone a meal until you come to a natural stopping point in your work. Yeah, I actually do that at, uh, at work and doing other things. Wait until you come to a, a natural stopping point and then take a break so you can mentally disengage and... Uh, take rest. Okay, now we are at why do it. To quote the Roman politician and orator Marcus Tilius Cicero, you must eat to live, not live to eat. For those of us who are lucky to, in, to have enough to eat, we are often confronted with the easy access to a wide variety of scrumptious options to choose from. We are constantly bombarded with temptations. This can be a bane for many, but a boon for Stoic practice. It provides us with many natural opportunities throughout the day to practice the Stoic virtue of temperance weekly review. How did your week go? Did the exercise change your relationship with food at all? Were some of the exercises more useful than others? Write down your thoughts. This week's exercise gave you some practice working with desires with temptations, namely food. Next week's practice will turn the tables and explore putting the temptations out of sight. Okay, that is the end of chapter 11. So to go through a quick personal review here, uh, moderate at mealtime. I don't know how you guys uh, eat, but um, I have adopted um, an intermittent fasting um, form of eating. So I basically eat just one meal per day. Uh, I fast basically uh, 20 hours a day and uh, just eat in a four-hour window. And uh, within that four-hour window, I do my best to eat healthy foods. But since I'm only eating once a day, I tend to eat a pretty large portion of food. I've been doing this now for the last uh, two, two and a half years. And uh, have found it helps me moderate my weight, uh, moderate my food intake. Um, and have conditioned my body to only desire food uh, once a day. So I'm not hungry when I'm at work. So, for an example, when I'm uh, at work all day, you know, I'll stop for a break and grab a um, tea or some water or uh, just rest for a few minutes and uh, get back to work. But I don't stop for meals. I 
I uh, take a break, but I don't eat at work. So that uh, simplifies and uh, improves my uh, work day. So I'm not constantly uh, worried about eating or, or going out on at, at lunch for some fast food or some other uh, short thing to eat. I'm not saying everybody has to adopt this, but it's something that I've done. I really enjoy it, and it has changed my uh, eating habits and lifestyle uh, to uh, a positive uh, a positive way. And uh, I would suggest anybody who hasn't tried it to give it a try. It is uh, more akin to our, our natural eating cycles than uh, cramming food in our mouth three, three times a day or more. Uh, but uh, hey, this, this is just my opinion. I'm not a, uh, a food scientist, so uh, please don't take my word to heart. But at the end of the day, moderating at mealtimes is a good idea. And uh, anything you can do to improve yourself by uh, keeping a lid on the candies and uh, cookies and uh, minimizing you know, alcohol intake and other high-calorie, low-benefit uh, things are only going to help. Week 12, again, we are going to look into removing or uh, putting these temptations out of sight. The week number 12 is ahead of us. We will talk to you then. Until then, stay stoic.